Welcome to this week's episode of Instrument of Comics. I'm Alex Ashback. And I'm Jackie Daytona, human bartender. Uh, so you're rewatching what we do in the shadows? Uh, yeah. Have I? Uh, I'm actually not rewatching it. I don't know why I said yeah to that. <laughs> have I done that one before? We're just trying to impress me. Maybe I will think I'm even cooler until I'm rewatching what we do in the shadows. <laughs> A show that we both already have, uh, expressed our love for. Uh, do I need to do another one? No, but I, I, I can tell you want to. I, sure. I mean, I can, okay. which means I 100% want to. Uh, and I'm really sad I don't have the full quote pulled up, uh, but I also had uh, written down, I don't like sand, uh, as my comeback to that, because we're talking about Star Wars today. Uh, and I had earlier the entire quote from Anakin uh, talking about how it's I also thought that was like a quote from everything. like Anchorman that like Brick would say. I don't know. Exactly. That's what yeah. Anakin is like, essentially. <laughs> It's a okay. hate well, Christian church is like. That's a beautiful segue to we're talking about Mandalorian this season two. Yes, uh, we we've are. seen the first two episodes. Today's releases. The third episode will be out. Uh, before we begin, did you have any news for us on the week? Uh, there will be, for the first time since 2009, no Marvel releases this year. Which is misleading because the last season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. aired this year. And... Uh, Hellstrom came out this year as well, too. There are no Marvel properties that Matt Golden cares about (laughs) (laughs) for the first time in 2009. But check out this slate for 2021, okay? January 15th, starting the year off strong, WandaVision, which was promised to us in 2020. Which was announced today. Fucking liars. I know. Uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, uh, we don't know a date on that yet. Sometime in 2021. Fucking liars. It was told to me by Kevin, Mr. Feige, if you're Mm -hmm. nasty. That it was going to be out in 2021. We've got the Loki series, Black Widow, What If, Shang-Chi, Eternals, which should have been out already. We should have seen these movies. Yes. Spider-Man 3. Um, That's eight, eight properties. Well, and if you look at those dates between the movies as well, at most there's two months between them. Uh, and then I believe like after Spider-Man 3, we get Doctor Strange like a month or two later as well in 2022. Uh, and let's not forget that we also have like other ones coming out as well too that are like we have Morius which was delayed as yeah. well which is part of Spider-Man Universe we don't have a date for that I think it comes out in March I want to say maybe uh, and Wonder Woman will likely be delayed yeah, this 2022. is the Marvel slate 20, I, I, I wouldn't be shocked if we get a season 3 of Mando next yeah. year uh, I mean it's been renewed already so yeah uh, or I haven't been officially renewed but they've done casting stuff for season 3 so yeah I mean it's been renewed uh, so every week we might be talking about a new movie for once next year. Yeah. Uh, comparatively this year's, uh, you're in best of list yeah. compared to next year's, you mean you're in best of list this year's Netflix fest is what you're saying. Yeah. This year's, uh, top two films of the year, <laughs> top two new properties of the year. Uh, anyways, uh, any other news you have for us? That's literally all. Well, then you forgot the biggest news of all time. Uh, they announced a sequel. I think we're anticipating more than anything. Yes, oh. listed off, but Bloodshot too. And yes, yes. they converged somehow. They got Ben Diesel back. <laughs> <laughs> My hope for the sequel is they actually referred to him as Bloodshot a single time. <laughs> it didn't hurt. They didn't call him Bloodshot. No, not, not a single time. That yeah. makes me so hard. 
Yeah. I, Again, and as, as I've still been reading a bunch of Valiant books every month, and I think what a great like TV show universe this could have been. Mm-hmm. And I cannot wait for Bloodshot 2. I played Blood Clot by Rancid a bunch today in celebration because it was close enough. What are your thoughts about Bloodshot 2? Well, Honestly, instead of instead of telling your jokes, my honest I, thoughts. I give. You, I love your jokes. My honest I thoughts. I love your jokes. We will end up watching it. Okay, yeah. so what is your rank your level of excitement on a scale of one to ten for Bloodshot? One. Two? Yep. <laughs> I think that's about right. Oh man. Yeah. yeah. So is that? Do they say twenty twenty one or twenty twenty two? I didn't even check. I was too excited. I couldn't. Yeah, I just saw the news. I dropped my phone and ran out to my streets, shouting "Glory, Hallelujah!" Yeah, I I'm right there with you. I if I had known in a real capacity, other than you texting me, someone stopped me and asked me if I was excited about the election results. And I was like, "What election results are you talking about?" <laughs> I was like, "Did you hear the news?" I was like, "I was like the boy to Christmas Carol <laughs> that Scrooge shouts out of the window, like, boy, what day is it?'" Uh, and I was like, sir, it's Bloodshot 2 announcement day. <laughs> oh, yeah, we had an election and stuff. Maybe we should just not talk yes. about that. Well, I was bitter. I wanted the purple M&M to win. Uh, <laughs> and blue got through. And it I, has haunted this country ever since. I was sad that Kanye didn't Although, get as many votes as D's Nuts did in 2016. Uh, Very disappointing. It, we could say that Marvel may push twenty twenty or one division twenty twenty one to like like and now we're wiping the slate clean. We're welcoming him in to a much better year <laughs> with one division, a story of trauma. Oh my god, it's gonna be so sad. It's gonna be so fucked up. Um, okay, but, but in order to celebrate my hero's uh, election triumph, I am wearing my Yeezys today. Alex, okay. how would you describe my outfit? Um, I would call it as hobo chic. It's very sexual, but very dirty. Mm-hmm. It's somewhere that, like, if you were anywhere but L.A. or New York City, they would think you were homeless. But because you're in those two cities, you're, you're getting into the hottest clubs. Or, yes. sorry, not clubs. That's a very data reference. You're getting into the hottest pop-up oxygen bars. <laughs> uh, provided I'm wearing my mask <laughs> at all times. Of course. That I'm not using yeah. the oxygen. The oxygen bar business is taking a real hit during a pandemic. <laughs> oh, my God. I haven't even thought about yeah. those people. Yeah. I've thought about real bars yeah. where they serve real booze like we're drinking in your real mm-hmm. – uh, I'm going to call this a loft. I'm going to call it a moonshinatorium. Because I can see your attic. Yes. Uh, and the stairs that lead up there. Would you call this room that we're in a loft? Which I would say so. I would, or an annex. An annex is yep. a good word for it. Uh, because it has EX, like sex, like you fuck up here. Uh, and it also has Anne for a little orphan Annie, a role I've auditioned for many times. <laughs> I see. There's like eight. <laughs> and they're like, sir, this is an elementary school production. You don't have a child that go here. You do not work here in incapacity. I'm like, but I am easily more talented than any of these second graders that audition. Yeah, this room is nothing but mirrors and red wigs. It's <laughs> kind of scary. But now that I know that I'm a little, I feel a little better. Yeah. So before we get into this, I watched season one again. Okay. I watched the whole thing in its entirety. Of what we do in the shadows? <laughs> yep. Yeah. It's got the exact same cast. Yeah. That's what we're talking about. Uh, and it does. It does share a cast member. It um, yeah, yeah, it does. Two actually. No, yeah, two. Are you sure? Who? Uh, no, one. Because I got Richard Ayuwade mixed up with Jermaine. I know. I know. You rat. Yeah. yeah. You rat bastard. You could say rat fink. Uh, Taika. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. My TT. Okay, so you rewatched all of season one. I watched all of season one. Uh, and I have a few notes. Um, episode one, uh, just the ending of that. Yeah. You've got the IG-11 moment. Also, spoilers for Mandalorian, I guess, season one. Season one. And, and first two episodes in two. Yeah, there you go. Nailed it. I just thought when I was watching it that that was one of the most iconic television moments I've ever seen when baby Yoda, a.k.a. the child... And Mando are reaching out to each other with yeah. their hands and their fingers are extended. One of the most iconic shots I've ever seen. I watched that and was just fucking awestruck. Because at the moment, like, we were also just yeah, yeah fucking yeah. gasted. We were almost. I haven't rewatched it yet. I haven't rewatched the series yet. This is my first time rewatching it. Yeah, yeah. I was absolutely floored with the cinematography in the series. Holy shit, I felt so happy rewatching this shit. I think the only like bigger baby moment in like cinematography was when Maggie killed Mr. Burns or shot Mr. Burns. I mean, it's up there. Yeah. 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 I mean, but Mr. Burns had it coming. Now he you, blocked out the sun. When you finally see the babies talking, uh, it's no. pretty far up there. Now, well, look who's talking too is really two babies talking. Uh, yeah. uh, that's when we had Bruce Willis talking to Roseanne Barr. And of course, we look who's talking. What, what was the Now, what was the third one? I think where the dogs were talking. Uh, very sexual films. Yeah. Yeah. Those movies needed an NC-17 ratio. I actually loved those movies like when I was a kid. I did too. Yeah, which is so weird. What a weird thing. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, some, you? some of my notes from season one, and some of these haven't aged well with some people's uh, social media, and I'm not going to go, but you can you can go research that if you want to. Uh, I absolutely loved Gina Carano and Pedro Pascal. Two very different personalities on the internet. <laughs> Figure them out for yourselves. Pedro is amazing. Oh my god! On the I, internet, I yep, yeah, yeah. There you go. There's our opinions. Yeah. Uh, holy shit! Pedro Pascal is amazing. Yeah. Uh, Every fucking scene. He was really good at Wonder Woman eighty four, which of course was originally announced to come out because it was finished in uh, twenty nineteen, which is originally got twenty nineteen. Which got he's in he's in that movie. Yeah, yeah. He's the he's the uh, antagonist, central antagonist, badass. Mm-hmm. He's gonna be fucking great in that. Or is he? I, I mean, it might be Chris and Wig. It's one of those two. I don't give a shit. Yeah. I'm I'm down either way. Um, holy shit! So let's just skip ahead to the end of season one. Okay. We don't need to recap it. You've seen it. Yeah. Uh, Ig Eleven mm-hmm. sacrifices himself for the tribe. I know. He needs to come back. I don't care if he's gonna need to come back in some way. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, but you know who did come back in season two? The Mandalorian. Richard. Mr. Iowa, yeah. if you're nasty. Uh, we are, we've already seen retreads of people from season one. Yeah, we have. Uh, a couple already. Times, no. uh, and I cannot believe. Amy Sedaris? Yeah, Amy Sedaris uh, as well. Uh, and she was great. And her love for the child is fantastic as well. <laughs> uh, even offering to purchase him uh, monetarily, I thought was great. I love how little eyebrow she has. Uh, so what do you think? Let's start at season, episode one. Okay. Okay. Well, that's. Where I was going to start before you so rudely interrupted me, and I'm making note of that right now yeah. in the in my interruptions tally. <laughs> so far, you are at one since we've been doing this podcast. <laughs> oh, no. uh, uh, but what do you think of the Mando season goal uh, of wanting to bring him back to his people? I think it's interesting. I think it's a great trajectory for season two. We've got a clear path. We know where we're going season uh, yeah. from episode one. Tell however many episodes there are, eight or nine. Cool. Perfect. We know exactly what the trajectory is. 
We know shit's going to get fucked up along the yeah. way. I love it. It's a great plot. We know there's going to be a season three. Hopefully the child is involved. I imagine, like, if anything happens to the child, then I'm pretty sure people will riot. We'll, there will be a million child march on Washington. <laughs> we will get into the child and some things that happened that made my blood boil. Uh, but we'll get into that. Um, but yeah, I agree. Okay. So, but he goes to Tatooine. Uh, he meets Amy Sedaris' character, whose name I cannot remember for the life of me. No, uh, this is, you're skipping ahead to season episode two. No, because she's the one that... Dr. Mandibles, they play the card game, and she gives them the place to go to look for... You're right. Yeah, she's yeah, in yeah. the first two episodes. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're right. You're right. Uh, which there's an aunt, and his name is Dr. Mandibles, uh, which is a great name as well, too. That's a fantastic... But essentially, uh, maybe that maybe that's lead for the second episode, but she is in both. Anyways, he gets the lead to go to this uncharted area of Tatooine uh, because there's supposedly another Mandalorian on there. Yeah. Uh, and if you've watched Star Wars uh, as many times as I have... I don't know. How many times have you seen the the, trilo- the original trilogy? Uh, I've seen like episodes one through three like 12 times. The others I didn't bother. <laughs> so we <laughs> talked about it in the podcast. You were just bullshitting? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, I just made up names the entire time. <laughs> so you've seen them a lot, yeah. obviously. Uh, yeah, so you knew immediately like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. It was it was like a moment like of all that. Like, yeah. oh, oh, shit, here we go. I guess that's Kennedy Kale, isn't it? I mean, it, there there are some it's crossover the there. Yeah. 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 Kind of like with Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which which do you like better, Star Wars and Mandalorian or all that and Kenan and Kale? I mean, Kenan and Kale ended up giving me severe diabetes because I only <laughs> consumed orange soda for three years. And that was recently. <laughs> yeah, that show came out like 15 years ago. I hope nobody... Uh, that's listening right now knows what this yeah, is. Yeah, well, I, ha- I sell my VHS. <laughs> the VHSs are orange, like everything that came out from Nickelodeon in that era. If you're younger than 28, I don't give a fuck about you. Stop listening to my podcast. This isn't for you. Well, that's one point of view. <laughs> I <laughs> yeah. don't care about you if you're younger than three. <laughs> that's my cutoff. <laughs> Two and under is who I am, my target audience. Real purchasing power. So you're going for your youngest child and trying to purchase his... Uh, no, his like, because I know that, like, you age out of being an influencer. And you gotta get... Yeah, so I'm starting with the youngest target demo. Yeah, yeah. I get it. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to be influencing on pe- social media we don't even understand yet. So, obviously, we're talking about Boba Fett here, right? Mm-hmm. Immediately. That was my yeah. first fucking... Yeah, he thought. comes into uh, the bar where Mando arrives, and it's Boba wearing a bunch of banged-up dented armor, but the same armor... Where we last saw him being devoured in the Starlight Pit in episode five. Yep. Uh, and we Episode even, six? Episode six. Yep. Yeah. Uh, he takes off his helmet and yeah. lo and be fucking hold, it's goddamn Timothy Olsen. Sheriff Bullock. Um, uh, holy shit, I have his name here somewhere. And actually, keep talking and it, how perfect is it that you cast Timothy Olyphant to play a lawman? He, uh, he bought that armor off some Jawas uh, to help protect his town from raiders. Uh, and other nefarious sorts. Uh, so yeah. he's just a perfect lawman. But a nice thing as well, too, is the bartender, uh, where they meet each other, the bartender is played by the bartender from Deadwood. So it's a Deadwood reunion as well. Is it really? Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought they were just going to fuck. There was some sexual tension there, if you ask me. Uh, so his name is... Mando is basically... Well, Mandalorian is basically eunuchs because they can't take off their armor. <laughs> 
I thought it was just a the, very chase life. I thought it was just the helmets. <laughs> they could get naked, but the helmet. No, no, they, their showering is very, very, uh, just unproductive. <laughs> They're just making their armor wet and their weapons wet. I, I really appreciate uh, Favreau's. Do you know how long the pouches to take to dry talk out? About how much they stink, then, because <laughs> they must fucking be rancid. So, Timothy Olyphant's character, uh, his name is Cobb Vanth. He's a Vanth refrigeration, mm-hmm. uh, and he's the sheriff of the town. Yeah, we get a little flashback. As basically, he just became typecast as a permanent lawman from yeah, this to justify the Deadwood to. Uh, Fargo. I, I thought that you yeah. were going with a different. I thought you were trying to use some puns there. And no, from Fargo. Justified. Yeah. No. In, yeah. In making. Yeah, him, I wish. Uh, Fargo. Yeah. His. I'm just waiting for go to where, where he returns as a drug dealer. That's all I want. Oh my, yes. Yes. I love Timothy Lee. Mm-hmm. He's fucking great. I just recently watched Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. He's the exact same fucking character <laughs> in that shit too. If you forgot that one, I'll let it slide. <laughs> This time. What do you think of this new character? He's great. I think this is going to be a lot like the first season to where Mando sort of like we beat these people and he ends up gathering his team, which they all come together in the last episode. Uh, again, or the, or the penultimate episode to help him with his quest. So I hope he makes a return. Absolutely. So Cobb Vanth. Um, here's the big drama. Uh, he's got Mando armor. Mando doesn't like that yeah. he has Mando armor. So he says, take off your clothes uh, like Schwarzenegger yeah. in, in T1. Yeah. Uh, as everybody knows, not yeah. superior T movie. No, it's Terminator 3. Yeah, it's all about yeah. T. I was going to say T4. No, it's Nick Stahl all the way. Okay, Nick Stahl and Claire Danes. I think you can make an argument for T3 or T4. No, it's Nick Stahl <laughs> and Claire Danes. <laughs> okay, I'll, I will concede. I'll concede mm. the point. Uh, I just fucking absolutely loved that character. I loved the interaction with Mando. However, I thought it was kind of plot hole-ish that we saw Mando kicking so much ass and then he just kind of concedes to this dude that has Mando armor. I've got, well, I've got reasons I think, behind it. No, I think it's just because, like, he's not like a bloodthirsty killer. Like, he sees this person as someone that is doing good. Initially, they were going to fight, but... Timothy Oliphant, being the character that he plays in his last five things, uh, <laughs> decides to talk it out b- b- before before drawing guns. Yeah, Which, that makes sense. Real quick, have you seen Justified? I'm guessing you haven't. Justified is amazing. No. You, you I, I shook it. my head like yeah. everybody could yeah. hear me shaking yeah. my head no. Well, we're simulcasting uh, <laughs> to, to Periscope right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're on the new uh, right-wing-only chat. Talking about Parlor? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I couldn't remember what it was called because yeah. I only heard about it like two days ago. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, you're way behind the alt-right blogosphere. You need to really stay alert to alt-right parlor. I mean, I've heard of it like yeah. six or seven times, but it this, this, this is what we should be talking about. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So back to talking about parlor. Okay. They have to basically kill a giant worm. Uh, or a sand dragon, whatever they call it. Yeah, they call it a dragon. Yeah, a lot of times they team up with the Tuscan Raiders. Does it do the tongue thing? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, okay, good. But I love that Mando speaks Tuscan Raider. Like he can like understand what they're saying and like sign with them as well too. I thought that was a nice little touch. That was fucking fantastic. Yeah. Uh, 
One of my favorite parts of the episode is when they try to lure the dragon out a little bit to like get a, a good look at it on uh, the Tuscan Raider. Uh, and by the way, we don't call them sand people. It's 2020, everybody. Yeah, they're they're Tuscan Raiders. And they tr- uh, try to get him to eat the bantha as bait and yep. didn't take it. God damn it. I just love being able to use Star Wars lingo. I know. Uh, I am wet and hard. <laughs> Simultaneously. There should be like a mariachi band called like El Banthas. I'm into that. Mm-hmm. El Banthas. What's the creature called at the be- the beginning of the first episode? The Mandalorian. No, the uh, the two green dudes that are fighting with the droids. Axes. Oh, I think they start with a G. Like, uh, like my brain keeps saying it's like the guard of the the Rancor. I guess it's not the guard of the Rancor because that was a, yeah yeah a no, the Rancor is different guy. yeah yeah. Yeah. But yeah, but I, my brain starts with like Jeep. Like my, I keep going to like Gamora, but it's not Gamora. You're uh, just thinking of green people. I think yes, so. I am. Uh, Mantis, uh, Kermit. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, anyways, but also we forgot too. In order to get to his first lead was killing John Leguizamo. We forgot that very, very beginning. That's where I was going. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The John Leguizamo character mm-hmm. in a sumo almost type of atmosphere. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love the streets. It will, it looked very much like a movie set, but it also looked very much Star Wars. And I hope that his success in this role leads to a sequel of The Pest, because I've been waiting for The Pest 2 for 25 years. <laughs> wow. Deep cut. No, it's not a deep cut. It, that was the Best Picture winner. Deep cut. That beat out Pulp Fiction that year. And Saving Private Ryan. No fucking kidding. Yeah, The Pest won Best Picture 94. Holy, I'm looking this up as we spoke. Yeah, go right ahead. Go right ahead and look up Best Picture Winner 1994. John Lazon was the pest about a rich guy that hunts him. Uh, it's in 97, but that's fine. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It wasn't, it didn't get theatrical release on 97, but it became Oscar eligible in 94. <laughs> you can go ahead. What in the fuck is this movie? <laughs> wow. Uh, you probably you lived a sheltered life. Um, this movie won zero awards. Won all the awards. <laughs> it has an eight percent rating on Rotten Tomatoes. What? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is this movie? What uh, if I like just like woke up in an alternate universe and the only thing that was different in my original reality was that the past one best picture? <laughs> so. I'm I'm kind of a film buff. I like to think of myself as a film buff. I've never heard of the movie The Pest uh, because A, because it has a 8% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, but B, I've also looked at every Best Picture winner and seen most of them over the last like 40 years. Except not The Pest. I've seen like, I would say 85% of them. Yeah. And I was like, how have I never heard of The Pest? Best Picture winner. Yeah. You had me fooled. I only watch Crash. Good day, sir. <laughs> Good day. Okay, so they go and kill a dragon. The oh end. my god! Yeah, we're still talking about a dragon. <laughs> Holy shit! That guy's acid breath is fucking yeah, yeah. insane. But let's let's get on some kind Mando of Mando camera. Blah blah blah. Let's jump to the very end. We see a tease of a person standing, staring at no, the no, mandolin. No. We need to talk no, about some no. more shit. No. End of episode one. Okay, that's fine. I'm we see a tease of a person staring at the Mandalorian, speeding off in the distance. And it looks like it's Boba Fett without his armor standing in the distance. Oh, it's 100% Boba Fett without his armor. 
It we'll is see. the same actor. 100%. If you look up Boba Fett right now, the first thing that comes up is a picture of that motherfucker. Um, I don't think that's true for one second. I looked up. There's no Boba Fett. Uh, that was another great visual gag because I literally looked up people. Uh, uh, he looked up. Uh, he had a pin in his hand and that fell to the ground. It did. He can't do two things at once. No. All I'm seeing is pictures of Boba Fett himself in the armor. So we just had a TV timeout uh, because I wanted more beer. But anyways, um, Boba Fett, right? Yeah. That's fucking Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts that Boba Fett is back now? What is happening? He's Analyze going, this. He's going to kill Mandalorian in season three. Or not, sorry, episode three. And then it's going to be about Mandalorian, about Boba Fett just walking Tatooine with no armor for the next Six episodes. Okay, so if that doesn't happen, what's the next most likely thing to happen? I don't know. I really don't know because, like, we don't know much about Boba Fett. Like, we know that... We don't get any in episode two. Yeah. Yeah. There's zero Boba in episode two. Yeah, we know There's that he's the son of Jango Fett, who was used to clone the clone army, but that's about all we know. He's Jango, middle name, Unchained Fett. Yes, yep. exactly. Yeah. Uh, it is weird that... That entire movie is based on Star Wars Episode Two, <laughs> uh, a, re- a retelling. I cannot wait till tomorrow because we're recording this on a Thursday. It'll by the time you come, this comes out, you may have already seen this by the time you listen to it. Episode three, uh, I'm fucking pumped for it. So, real quick, let's talk about Episode Two briefly. Uh, Mando is on another search for Mando. There's not as much to say about episode but two. But he takes a frog lady to go have her spawn, uh, be fertilized. That's their entire goal. He gets harassed by rebel pilots, which is Dave Filoni and the dad from Kim, Kim's Convenience. Uh, and it's a fun episode. I thought it was great. A lot of fun. But there was a big controversy with people online with what? the child eating the eggs. Why? Because people get worried about everything. What's the controversy? Because he's eating her babies. I mean, yeah. I mean, we're talking yeah. about a galaxy far, far away. Yeah. It's not even close to here. Yeah. yeah I guess people, people aren't d- eat your babies. developed an emotional connection with the frog lady who was on screen for 20 minutes as opposed to baby Yoda who's been on the screen for all the first I season. thought it was extremely cute. Mm-hmm. I thought it was definitely troublesome. Yes. Uh, okay. You should not be eating this lady's babies, the child. Yeah. Can we talk about, though, real quick, the ice spider? Those things were terrifying. Those things were in fucking saying. I loved when baby Yoda, or I keep calling him baby fucking Yoda. Yeah. When the child ate one of the, he cracked open one of the ice eggs and ate what was inside. I didn't know yeah. what it was at the yeah. time. I thought it was hysterical. Yeah. This also makes me think that the child and, like, Yoda species, Yoda himself, they're actually not from one planet. They're basically just Galactus of the Star Wars universe where they're just going from planet to planet to devour everything. It's tiny Galactus? Yes, tiny Galactus. That's the cutest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, he was actually on, Yoda was actually on Dagobah because he was the apex predator of Dagobah. Does that make Mando the Silver Surfer? Yes, yes it does. Yeah, Mando the Silver Surfer. And his armor color is pretty close as well, too. I I just came up with it. It's my idea. Yeah. I own it. Favreau, you owe the, this podcast. Yeah. Uh, millions of dollars. Writing credits for A New Hope. Let me just say, Favreau, before we get back into this episode, because I want to talk about these ice spiders, this episode doesn't have a lot going on, but Favreau's writing, and there's almost zero dialogue. 
It's so good. It really is. Uh, there's 40 minutes and there's very little dialogue for a 40 minute episode. And the scene where he gets pulled over by the girl pals was a lot of fun. It's like being pulled over by a cop <laughs> and like Mando it. trying to like lie his way out of it too. was like, oh, I think it's broken. Uh, or I, think I, I don't think I have that installed right now. And and Pedro is a very obvious yeah. fake. Oh, let me try and check yeah. that. That's so bizarre. It's fan fucking fantastic. Do you know who directed the second episode? James Wan? No, it was Peyton Reed, who is best known for directing Down With Love, Bring It On, uh, and then some smaller indie flicks like Ant-Man and Ant-Man and the Wasp. I just thought because of the horror element that it was 100% James mm-hmm. Wan. No, Peyton Reed is a really versatile director, like more stuff I watch of his. Yeah, by the sound of it, yeah, fucking yeah. holy shit. So, uh, it, he's continuing the tradition of bringing over big-time directors like season one, we had Dipper Chow, uh... I think Taika directed an episode himself, if I'm remembering correctly. Uh, Rick Fujiyama, I can't remember his name, uh, how to pronounce it. Other guy who was originally directed to do Flash and directed Dope, which was a great film. He directed. Fukuyama? Yeah, Fukuyama, I think. Yeah. Is that right? Uh, and there's someone else big in season. Oh, Bryce Dallas Howard, uh, season one. I know season Who's two. He? Uh, we're getting Robert Rodriguez doing an episode of season two. Oh, are you for fucking real? Yep. Bryce Dallas Howard is the daughter of Ron Howard. I don't want to get sued. Robert but, Rodriguez is. Please don't come for me. Uh, is the daughter of also Ron Howard. <laughs> so is uh, Isla Fisher. Yeah, I mean Rebel uh, Howard. <laughs> yeah, Rebel Howard. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Rebel Alley. Uh, <laughs> uh, and and I know that joke plays for like five people. <laughs> You know, I think it's interesting, and if it has been given a wrap, I think it's mildly interesting that Kevin Smith hasn't been involved, like in this, even like an acting role, like in any way. Because you know he would jump all over that. I mean, I'm sure he would, but does Favreau give a fuck about Kevin? Smith? I know they talk and like they've met before. I remember once, like I, this is a story he told on his podcast, but he hadn't watched Mandalorian yet after it had been out, and he approached John Favreau. He's like, uh, he's like, so Baby Yoda. Who came up with that idea? And Farrell was like, I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, most of the episodes are written by Yeah, Favreau. and I'm sure they've run in simple circles because they both came up and any directors came around at the same time. Swingers was big around the same time that Clerks was as well. I saw a picture. I, I saw a list of things about people who've gotten fat and Favreau was on there. And I forgot how absolutely ripped Favreau is during Swingers. I thought you were going to say during Friends, whenever he's training to be an ultimate fighter, he <laughs> quits for- being a chef. I forgot that he was like an MMA guy yeah. before MMA was a thing. In That's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Favreau was fucking ripped. Look yeah. it up. Yeah. And so was Paul Rudd when he married Phoebe. Yeah. They're both fat pieces of shit now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's like the meanest thing anyone's ever said about Paul Rudd. <laughs> I, don't, I mean, other than what his wife has said about you him. You know what I think we need? An episode of The Mandalorian directed by David Rain. Directed by David Wayne and written by Michael Ian Black uh, oh, and Michael yeah. Showalter, starring all three of them. Uh, can we just get the entire cast of uh, What Hot American yeah, Summer or just in sell an episode? Yeah, we'd be fine with that. Shit! Oh we, my god! Here's okay. I would I would literally I have to pee so bad right now. I know we're four beers. I know we're about. To, I would piss my pants so much <laughs> watching that. I know we're about to wrap it up and do scores, but I think the biggest question from this series is the Mandalorian spelled M A N D A. L uh O R I N. Why do they not call him Manda? Why do they call him Mando? It is kind of bizarre. Yeah. They yeah. should call him Manda. <laughs> 
I, I think that there were just so many people. Or maybe this. female Mandalorians are called Mandos and males are called Mandos. Uh, and this is like in their language uses uh, gender discriminators as other languages do or gender markers. I, I just hate so many women named Amanda. I think for every one I like, there's I do five that are just disgusting. Love a song. There's a song I love called Anthem for a New Amanda, <laughs> which is probably the soundtrack, but they couldn't afford the licensing fees for this, which is why they call it Mando now. And the original script is probably Amanda. I bet you're right. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. If I ever meet John Favreau, he's in the street. That's the one question I'm going to ask him. Like, why are you not call Amanda? Uh, and John Favreau will look up from his phone for a half a second and say, "What?" And then and I'll be never like, "Say another word." Why do they not call him Amanda? <laughs> yeah. He will definitely. Agree. Okay. So, what do you rate these two episodes on the scale one to ten? Uh, I mean, it's a nine. It's Mandalorian. It's yeah. fan fucking tastic. Are there some tiny things that could be tweaked to make them better? Absolutely. Yeah. There- Is this still Utter perfection for the most part, absolutely. I'm right there with you at nine. And speaking of utter perfection, next week we're going to be talking about something that hopefully reaches the same pinnacles. We're talking about New Mutants. Finally, it's finally coming out for I'm, home release. I am so fucking excited to watch this movie that I know is going to be so bad. I think it's going to be amazing, and I can't. You're going to love it. Here, mm-hmm. here's my prediction. Here's my prediction mm-hmm. for next week for our scores. You're going to rate it a nine, mm-hmm. and I'm going to rate it a six. Okay. Here's my prediction for next week. We don't record next week because it's going to be in two weeks when we record. Oh, you got me there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you really burned yeah. me bad. Yeah, I got you on a technicality, the best way to get someone. <laughs> Anyways, if you have any questions, email us at thehenchmanacomics.gmail.com. Uh, there's an Instagram that I look at that has our name on it. There's also a Facebook that has our name on it that Alex looks at. I think he looks at it. Yeah, I am all about the Facebook. I've yeah, started I several propaganda Facebook groups. <laughs> Alex uh, on our Twitter, I'm sure follows some proud boys or something like that. I don't know. Uh, well, technically the child is not a boy yet. He's still <laughs> a child. <laughs> For the Henchman of Comics, I'm Alex Ashback. Uh, and I'm Easy Breezy. Henchman ain't easy.